Diaz from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 1st of February, 2024. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Thursday, the 25th, Minister of Defense Margarita Robles told Congress that Spain would not veto the U.S. and EU's Aspides mission in the Red Sea. Aspides is a maritime security operation led by the U.S. and supported by allies like U.K., Canada, Italy, and France. It aims to address ongoing missile and drone attacks by Yemen's Houthis on merchant ships bound for Israel in the Red Sea. In contrast, José Manuel Alvarez, Minister of Foreign Affairs, European Union and Cooperation, has been more cautious, stating that Spain is not inclined to participate in Aspides as it's not mandatory. The defense ministry took a firm stance because Spain is dealing with Operation Atlanta, an operation against Somali piracy headquartered in Rota, Cadiz. Because of the project, they're concerned that their resources will be strained and will have to assume a lot of responsibility if they get involved. Meanwhile, Spain has been debating measures to reduce working hours with the same pay for full-time employees. But now attention is turning to the overlooked concerns of part-time employees. Part-time workers may benefit from government proposals through increased salaries or reduced working hours, but only if their conditions align with equivalent full-time colleagues. Identical rights and working conditions are established through coefficients. This means that if a full-time worker receives a certain salary or benefit, a part-time worker will receive a proportional benefit. Still, it's up to companies to do this reality of new and fewer working hours. It's not all the government's focused on. The executive and together with Catalunya or Junts per Catalunya battled it out on Tuesday the 30th in Congress over the highly controversial amnesty bill. Sanchez lost his first parliamentary proposal bill since re-election on Tuesday after the Catalan separatist Junts party voted against the amnesty bill put forward by the government saying it didn't do enough to shield Catalan independence leaders, meaning Puigdemont, against criminal charges. Junts wanted to make changes to the bill to ensure that Catalan separatists accused of terrorism charges would be protected. They wanted Charles Puigdemont, Junts' leader, to return to Spain without any legal repercussions, as agreed. For its part, the central government questioned why Junts voted against the bill, which will help about 1,500 people currently awaiting trial in conviction for their part in the 2017 Catalan independence bid. They'll probably turn Sanchez's first defeat into pressure on Junts, accusing the Catalan party of failing to protect many people because they believe the current amnesty bill won't protect their leader. It's back to the drawing board where Sanchez's coalition must decide whether to give in to Junts' demands. It's no secret that self-exiled Puigdemont hopes for a quick return to Spain when he offered Sanchez his parliamentary backing in return for amnesty agreements. Monday the 29th, his dream was somewhat shattered when a judge looking into the allegations of support from Russia to the Catalan separatist movement decided to extend his investigation by another six months, meaning Puigdemont would have to stay put in Belgium for a little longer. The judge is investigating if Nikolaou Sadovnikov, former Soviet and Russian diplomat, offered Catalan separatists $500 billion and military aid for turning Catalonia into a global virtual currency haven. There's speculation that Russia wanted political and economic influence in an independent Catalonia, destabilizing the European Union. Kremlin-sponsored interference in Europe and the U.S. and everywhere is a real and serious danger. But this was a failed attempt, not a relationship with Junts and Puigdemont via Sadovnikov. Spain is angry at the Belgian presidency of the EU Council as it has decided to put aside the issue of granting official status to Catalan, Galician, or Gallego, and Basque, or Euskera, in the Union. 
On Monday, the 29th, Belgium did not include proposals for this in its first General Affairs Council and is accused of forgetting the issue. On a national level, politicians are allowed to use Catalan, Galician, Basque, Asturian, Aragonese, or Aranese in Congress. Moving on, Spanish pharmaceutical lab called Laboratorios Norman is set to launch a generic version of Champix, the groundbreaking smoking cessation drug created by Pfizer, who had to withdraw the drug in 2021 due to manufacturing problems and safety concerns. The expiration of the molecule's patent paved the way for the new drug. Health authorities estimate that it'll be available in Spanish pharmacies in two or three months. Just for some perspective on tobacco use, according to Eurostat statistics in 2019, Spain was the 11th highest European Union country for daily tobacco consumption, with slightly over 19% of the population consuming tobacco every day. Comparison, Bulgaria had the highest with 28%, while Sweden and Iceland had the lowest rates with 6 and 7%. Meanwhile, in Catalonia, drought conditions are getting worse. Water reserves are depleting because there hasn't been enough rain to replenish them over the last three years. To combat this, the region has announced it will invest $2.6 billion into a 10-year project to cope with severe water scarcity. Their plan aims to replenish reservoir levels, which have reached a critical point below 16% this month. They want to create more desalinization plants and improve the current ones. Using methods like desalinization or reverse osmosis can help ensure a reliable water supply, mitigating the impact of droughts and climate change while reducing dependencies on traditional water sources. In the short term, however, the region has said that it may have to import water from ships if the situation doesn't improve, though this is not a long-term solution. Catalonia isn't the only region reaching breaking point, as the Costa del Sol in Andalucía has said that it will introduce water cuts in March if it doesn't rain. The Commonwealth of Municipalities has considered restrictions in cities like Marbella or Estepona due to dwindling reservoir levels now below 16% capacity. The Andalusian government may implement reduced water supply hours to ensure water is available during the coming tourist season, as tourism provides about 13% of the region's GDP. Media outlet Olive Press reported this week that Andalucía's drought has hit families in Valle Romano, Costa del Sol. 1,000 residents of the community, including many elderly and retirees, cannot shower or flush toilets because the water shortage tanks are nearly empty and only dribbles of water come out of the taps. The record-breaking temperatures, definitely not helping. Next up, a Spanish judge has said that Luis Rubiales, the former Football Federation president, should go on trial over his non-consensual kiss given to Jenny Hermoso, the Spanish national football player, during the Women's World Cup win. Penalties for the contested kiss could include a fine or up to four years in prison since the case against Rubiales carries charges of sexual assault and coercion with accusations that he had asked other football executives to pressure Hermoso to falsely say that the kiss was consensual. These other executives are also facing charges for their part in coercion. Lawyers involved now have 10 days to request a formal trial before the court. More sports-related news, Xavi Hernandez, Barca football club coach, burdened by internal and external pressures, announced last week that he will be leaving his position on the 30th of June. His decision wasn't made in the heat of the moment, as he's already said he wanted to leave. Final straw was Barca's defeat against Villarreal on Saturday the 27th, prompting Xavi to share his decision straight after the game with Juan Laporta, the club's president. On Sunday the 28th, Xavi told players that, quote, being a Barcelona coach is cruel and difficult, end quote. 
And finally, just a quick one for the foodies. Calzot season is fast approaching, so here's a quick lowdown on the seasonal oniony vegetable traditionally eaten between the end of December and March, originating from Valls in Tarragona, Catalonia. Calzots have EU protected geographical indication. Only those grown in this region are deemed authentic. They're also celebrated annually in the Calzotada Festival. People typically host Calzotada barbecues where families gather in country homes or macias and eat meat like Catalan sausages or butifarra. Drink wine from a glass bottle that looks like a small watering can called a porron. Want to know more? Link in the show notes. And that's it for this week. So you listen to us, ideally almost every week, but we don't actually know each other. Here's a chance to fix that. On Monday, the 8th of April, there's a total eclipse of the sun in Dallas, Texas, in the United States. There'll be events organized the whole weekend before. So on the off chance that you can get here, send us an email or check the show notes for more information. Hasta la próxima. Hasta la próxima.